Just like most episodes, this one contains strong language. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and guests and in no way represent the state of Oklahoma, the Oklahoma Historical Society, or the Oklahoma State Historic Preservation Office. Welcome to the Musings of an ADD Mind podcast. This is your host, Jack, and I have the ADD Mind. So, once again, I'm flying solo, which is perfectly fine. Uh, the end of this year has been kind of difficult nod for me, but, you know, hey, whatever. Uh, so, today, I have decided I'm going to just jump right in, and I'm going to talk about cancel culture. Cancel culture has been around forever. It's just that it used to be called a boycott. And people on both sides of the aisle, the right and the left, have been boycotting companies and crap that they don't believe with uh, forever. It happens. And sometimes if you want to make change, you have to do something like that. And I totally get that. But sort of the difference now is people actually do this uh, to people too. Whereas before you would maybe boycott you know, a company of some type or a TV station or something like that. Now people will actually boycott, you know, a celebrity or an actor, even people. And they just, you know, the average run in the mill person. And they will completely not, you know, do anything with that person. They'll quit watching movies that that person is in or TV shows and stuff like that. And so it's really sort of a... Sort of an odd deal, but it, it's been around forever. I know, say, just off the top of my head, an example from the left is uh, several years ago, they were boycotting Chick-fil-A because Chick-fil-A gives money to organizations that are anti-LGBTQ. And so they were boycotting Chick-fil-A because they did not want their money to go to that company, which is fine. And it, it did make change because I believe the company stopped giving money to those various organizations. I know that, you know, on the conservative side, there are lots of times where they will go and boycott a company because of something they don't like. Strangely enough, <laughs> they've boycotted companies because in commercials they have some, they'll have an LGBTQ couple or family. And that's enough to get them to boycott that particular thing. So, you know, cancel culture or boycott, boycotting can be an effective tool sometimes. Some of those companies that conservatives or Christians boycotted did quit airing those commercials. I'm not going to say that that's a good thing. I, I don't necessarily think it is, but it did get, I don't actually, I guess the change honestly would be having the LGBTQ couple in a commercial, but they did get them to change their mind on doing it. Some companies just simply don't care, which is fine. But this <laughs> this idea that the right probably in the last, I don't know, five years or so, really, really bad though, the last two and a half, three years, is when they cry and just go off about cancel culture they're canceling me they're doing this donald trump got kicked off twitter they're canceling they're trying to cancel donald trump well twitter's a private company and if you don't follow their rules they can kick you off that's not canceling you that's just you not following the rules right 
Right. Okay. So <laughs> here's where I take issue. Can anybody remember way, way back to 2001 or two-ish, the run-up of us invading Iraq? And we were working on this sort of coalition of countries, coalition of the willing, I believe they called it, to join us and go into Iraq, and France wouldn't do it. And there was this huge, huge thing on the right where... They were so mad at France that they stopped calling French fries French fries and started calling them freedom fries. The last time I went to Toby Keith's I Love This Bar and Grill, on the menu, that's how they were put on there, as freedom fries. They canceled fries. The funny thing is, they're not called French fries because they came from France. They're called French fries because... Cutting them into the French fry shape is a cooking technique called Frenching. That's why they were called French fries. But the fact that people don't know that doesn't surprise me one iota. One bit. They also canceled the Dixie Chicks. Or I guess now they're just the Chicks. But at the time they were the D Dixie Chicks because the lead singer, Natalie, whatever her name is, was not a George Bush fan. And she made several comments about how she did not like George Bush and the right canceled her. To the point to where their music was not played on the radio. And I want to say that it's only been in the last two or three years that the Chicks music has been played on the radio. I mean, they canceled them hard. These are also the people that stopped buying Nike products because of Colin Kaepernick. So they canceled, you know, they tried to cancel Nike. And they definitely canceled Colin Kaepernick because he hasn't been in the NFL since. Now... I don't know if that's because he's not necessarily a great quarterback or he doesn't want to put the time in. I don't know. Um, that's that's really neither here nor there. Some of the backups I have seen since that time, Colin Kaepernick is definitely the better option. But he was canceled. They tried to cancel Nike because that was his sponsor at the time, and those were, and that was obviously because he was kneeling during the the national anthem. And to me, the kneeling during the national anthem really was the, to me, kind of the best way to protest. It's nonviolent. It's making the point that needs to be made, but it's still doing it in sort of like a quiet, stoic fashion. And the fact that people got so bent out of shape with, about him kneeling, and then, of course, others started kneeling too, it, it was really kind of weird because, I don't know, I would much rather somebody respectfully, because <laughs> that would... That was, to me, a respectful way to protest. Respectfully protest in a way that is nonviolent totally gets the point across that you were trying to make. It was fine. I, I, I didn't have a problem with it. As a matter of fact, when I was in the military, your right to do that is one of the things that I fought for, whether I believe it or not. I can argue and fight for people doing things that I don't necessarily agree with as long as it's within the law. Because you, in this country, have the right to do certain things. That being said, you don't have freedom of consequence, and consequences can happen. Cancel culture, though, sort of takes it to the extreme. Uh, case in point, 2021. I guess it was around May of last year. Everybody on the conservative side was just absolutely going bat crap crazy because the Seuss family... And the publisher decided that they were not going to reprint 
uh, several Dr. Seuss books. Books. It's six books to be precise. I think several of them actually hadn't even been in print in in a number of years anyway, because the artwork in them was kind of offensive and racist. When those books were printed in the 50s and the artwork was originally made, people didn't think like we did, and that's how it happened. But now people realize, hey, those are offensive you know, stereotypes. We don't want to have these in the books anymore. So they just decided to take them out of, out of print. And chances are most of the people that were so, so upset about it had never even read those books anyway because they were very unpopular sort of Dr. Seuss books anyway. But those are the exact people that this year are banning books. And they have actually not just, I mean, not just like, ha, 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 we're just not going to do, you know, we want the publisher to start doing it. Like literally school librarians can go to jail or receive $10,000 fines if those books are in school libraries. So now not only are they, you know, uh, so they clearly aren't upset about cancel culture. Really what they're upset about is cancel culture when it affects things that they, for whatever reason, like or whatever. I do not think that you should be finding librarians for books, number one. So that, to me, is just utterly ridiculous to have this feeling that, oh, we got to punish these librarians. You know, I hate to break it to you. If you're afraid that reading a book that has a character that is LGBTQ or is in an interracial marriage, is going to make your kid LGBTQ or enter into an interracial marriage, I got news for you. That's not how it works. If it worked that way, this country would be overfilled with mathematicians, English majors, and historians, because those are the things that pretty much get hammered into you from first grade on, right? And if there's one thing that this country is sorely lacking, it's people that understand grammar. So clearly reading books doesn't affect you. You can read books of, you know, serial killers. And guess what? People don't become serial killers because of that. People aren't turning all weird because they're reading Stephen King books. Dean Koontz isn't making people, you know, turn into weirdo murderers. Well, it's the same thing when the character's LGBTQ, guys. And that's what drives me nuts. You know, if reading books made people act the way the book is uh, a lot of people I know that identify as Christians would act a lot more Christ-like than they do. And also, conversely, if reading the Bible made you act like Bible, there would be a lot more people that have foreskin fetishes. Because if you've ever read the Old Testament, you know that foreskins are a surprisingly frequent topic. I know that's gross, but hey, it is what it is. But anyway, my point is, if reading a book did that, a lot of the Christians that I know would act more Christ-like. This is not an anti-Christian thing or anything like that. I'm just saying they would act more Christ-like if reading books did that. It's so, to me, that is crazy. There are also the people that a few years ago when they were taking Confederate statues down were complaining and talking about, you know, history. This is history, and you have to teach good and bad history, which is true. You do have to treat the uh, teach the horrible parts of history because learning the horrible parts of history 
is one of the things that hopefully will prevent the horrible parts of history from happening again, right? I firmly believe that. But all of those people that were mad because they were taking down statues of Confederate soldiers are mad because now people want to... And this is the thing, it's just in college level. It's not really in any level below that. But they want to teach that there are certain institutions and things that are long-term in the United States that, you know, have a lot of racism built into it. Yes, that is bad. And you know what? If you're a white person and it makes you feel bad that your ancestors put things into play to make it difficult for black people, good. You should feel bad about that to ensure that it never happens again. You don't want it to happen again. So you have to teach it. So don't sit there and tell me that because it might make your white kids uncomfortable learning that Jim Crow laws occurred and worse. There are a lot of other things that people don't realize are in fact get their terms from sort of racist things. The term grandfathered in, that comes from Jim Crow laws. I only recently found that out this year. The freaking word grandfathered in. So, yeah, your white kids need to learn about the horrible crap that white people have done to their fellow Americans that just happen to be African-American, of African descent, you know, African-American. And knowing that and being taught that is a way to make sure that it doesn't happen again. But the exact opposite is happening. They're passing laws to make it so that you can't teach that. And if white students are made to feel uncomfortable learning about racism, the teachers can get in trouble for it. But wait a minute. Three years ago when they were taking down Confederate statues, that was bad. That was horrible. We got to teach the bad part of history. And that's how they learn. Once again, something that is sort of been taught. It's always sort of made to sound like a lot of these statues for uh, Confederates were put in place in, say, the 1870s, you know, the end of the 1860s, the 1870s through the 1880s, maybe. Uh, which kind of make, you know, in a way would make sense. The Civil War was still incredibly fresh and raw at that time. And there was so many Civil War veterans that obviously were still alive. And so when you sort of make it sound as if these statues were put in place then, I could see where you would think to yourself, you know, this thing's been around for over 100 years. Do we really want to get rid of it? However, most of these statues that honor Confederates were in fact put in in the 1950s, in the 1960s, and it was done to counter the civil rights movement. So... I, I don't have a problem if people want to take those down now. I, I don't have a problem. They're not, well, yes, it is old, and I do feel that the, the statue should not be destroyed. There needs to be some place that they're kept so that they can be maintained and not destroyed. Because, yes, they are, at this point, you know, a lot of them 70 years old. But I don't think they need to be necessarily on public display or maybe have a museum of, you know, hey, these were confederate generals and these are just various representations of them and statues and while we can't have them in a big forum if you're i don't know a jerk and you want to see them you can or if you're just interested in history you could do that but so don't sit there and and tell me that you're anti-cancel culture 
people are anti-cancel or they're all for cancel culture. Sorry. The difference is it's just they're fine with it when it's the things that they want to see canceled. And there are just so, so many things that, you know, people are just railing against and they don't need to. CRT is an important thing to teach. We should want our kids to know that we, as as the majority, did this to other people in a way to keep them down. And we need to know that so we don't do it again. Instead, what's happening is in so many states right now, they're basically just doing Jim Crow 2.0 with some of these voting laws that are coming down. And maybe if some of these people were taught history a little better, they wouldn't be doing the things that they are doing. You know, you canceled Colin Kaepernick. Let's see. Who else? Who Let's, let's sit here and do a list of things that have been canceled colin kaepernick canceled nike they tried to cancel the chicks they canceled french fries they canceled well really they just changed the name uh, I, don't, I don't think the world would be on board with canceling the actual food french fries they're just too damn good so other than canceling french fries here's a list of a few other things that they've tried to cancel okay this is a pretty extensive list so let's see here They've tried to cancel Netflix because Netflix has a deal to make documentaries with the Obamas. They tried to cancel the NBA because NBA players also kneeled during the national anthem. The aforementioned chicks, they tried to cancel Bubba Wallace and NASCAR, although he was, in his particular thing, it proved that he was wrong. Whatever, they still tried to cancel him. They canceled Kathy Griffin, Griffith. And to be fair... She did do something pretty shitty to Trump. I hate Trump, as everybody knows, but she shouldn't have done the things she did that got her canceled. That was wrong. They tried to cancel James Gunn, Samantha B. They've tried to cancel Madonna. They've tried to cancel Beyonce. They've tried to cancel Dick Sporting Good, the NFL, because players kneeled. They've tried to cancel Starbucks coffee every Christmas because it doesn't matter what Starbucks does with their cups for Christmas. It pisses off conservatives and is anti-Christmas and is par on, part of the war on Christmas. And so every year they try to cancel Starbucks. But to be honest with you, I have yet to see a Starbucks close. So I'm not entirely sure that they have. They've tried to cancel Target because Target was going to let folks that are transgendered use whatever bathroom that they identify with. And the truth of the matter is when someone goes to the bathroom, you are not going to be able to tell what their junk looks like anyway. And it's all a moot point. And coming from a bunch of people that are currently undergoing a massive amount of people in leadership positions in their churches being arrested for sexually assaulting children, I don't think they really care that much. So, they have also tried to cancel George Lopez, Ashley Judd, Chelsea Handler, Rosie O'Donnell, Janet Jackson, Bill Nye, the entire country of Mexico. They tried to cancel Ellen. A lot of these people that they've canceled or successfully canceled, it's really for kind of stupid and idiotic reasons. And the list keeps going. Here are a few more. Deborah Messing. Let's see, they've also tried to cancel KISS. This, of course, was back in the late 70s, early 80s during the Satanic Panic because KISS couldn't just stand for, you know, KISS. It was Knights in Satan's service. So they tried to cancel them. They've tried to cancel AARP because AARP donates to progressive liberal causes and they were for universal health care. 
And they canceled them to the point that like a conservative version of AARP was founded and made as a company. They've tried to cancel Gillette. They've tried to cancel HBO, Coca-Cola, Keurig, and Disney, the one that they're currently trying to cancel. And in their effort to cancel Disney in Florida, they just gave the Florida homeowner the largest property hike tax in the entire history of the United States. Think about that. They're so mad at Disney, they just gave the largest tax increase, property tax increase, in the history of our country. That's not including the 300 plus first responders that Disney pays for that will lose their job. The fact that they also, because they didn't read the fine print, have to pay off the debt that Disney has for that particular area where they've taken away like their right to kind of be their own city or whatever. Uh, they have to pay the debt off of that. So that's $1 billion. So who knows how much that's going to cost. But you know what? We're mad at Disney because they, they got upset with us and decided to quit giving money to Republican candidates. So, hey, they're not just canceling people. They're canceling people through passing laws, right? So don't tell me that they're anti-canceling people when you hear them whining about it. They're all for canceling, for cancel culture. In fact, they're so for it, they're codifying it and making it law to try to cancel people and companies over things. So the conservative side, the Republicans, they're all for cancel culture. They're just for, you know, they're all for it when it's things that they like or it pisses them off it's when it happens to them that they actually have the issue with it make no mistakes therefore cancel culture they will cancel the shit out of anything they're really kind of canceling vaccines at this point they don't care if measles comes back and starts killing people they literally don't give a crap about that they don't care but I guess the difference will be that, you know, vaccine, vaccinated kids will live and the unvaccinated is some of these things that don't need to happen. Diseases get spread, happen and spread and their kid dies. You know what? They did it to themselves. And I honestly don't really have a whole lot of... I have empathy that they're missing a loved one. But it's hard to be incredibly sympathetic when you did it intentionally to yourself accidental things that happen you know there are people that can't get vaccinated and obviously i don't i don't want anything to happen to them and it's up to the rest of us through vaccinations to make sure that these diseases don't exist so that people that can't get vaccinated for legitimate medical reasons are protected and safe and when you knowingly don't get a measles vaccine for your child and then your child gets sick and gets measles and then all of a sudden you have a GoFundMe because you can't afford the medical bills for your kid having measles. I'm not going to contribute to that because your kid has measles because you gave them measles, essentially. In fact, I think you should be arrested for child endangerment. But that's neither here nor there. Well, I guess it is here nor there. Anyway, so this, this cancel culture thing, though, it's just utterly ridiculous to complain about it and to just the mental gymnastics needed to not notice. You know what? Over the past 10 years, we have tried and attempted to cancel a whole lot of crap. And really, the the main thing that I can think of on the left that they have tried to cancel is Chick-fil-A. And I'll be honest, I never stopped eating Chick-fil-A because I think their chicken sandwiches are the best chicken sandwiches. And if I... I guess it was somewhere around 2008 or nine. 
I just sort of realized, you know, if I tried to boycott everybody or every company that gave money to organizations that I didn't like, I wouldn't really be able to do anything. Everybody gives money to corporations, organizations, politicians that you don't like. So it would leave nothing for me. And, you know, I know people that will not go and watch Hollywood movies if certain actors are in them because the actor is too liberal, too progressive. So they refuse to go and watch that movie that has that person in it. Um, you have to be able to separate the two, right? You have a job and at your job, you may not be able to express your uh, opinion or your political opinion, your viewpoint due to the nature of your job. But when you're off work, you're free to put whoever's yard sign in your yard you want. If you want to go campaign for somebody, you're free to go campaign for that person. You can do it. Well, celebrities are the same way. When they're in their personal life, they can say whatever they want. When they're making a movie, they're at work. It's The difference is because they're a celebrity, what they say sort of gets out there. And that also sort of falls into the... You know, you always hear, uh, for example, LeBron James. He, he's come out and said stuff, and people are like, he just needs to shut up and go and dribble the basketball. But then they love Kevin Sorbo. You know, Deborah Messing has to get canceled, but they love Kevin Sorbo. They love Kirk Cameron. You know, there, there are a couple others that, for whatever reason, I'm not thinking of because I try to block it. They're fine when celebrities are saying something that supports their viewpoint. But if it's a celebrity that does not support their viewpoint, they're evil, they have to be, sh you know, we can't listen to them. How dare they? You know, you're, we want you to act. We like you for music, not your political viewpoint. You know, we like our athletes to be quiet. Well, no, that isn't true. You like, uh, what is it, Kurt Schilling. He was an athlete. They're all for him saying crap. Oh, that's because he has a conservative viewpoint. That's the difference between him and LeBron James. Well, LeBron James is a lot richer and taller. Probably a better athlete. My point is, though, <laughs> it's not that they're against athletes talking. They're against athletes talking and expressing their opinion when they have a different viewpoint. So there's that. And truthfully, a part of me wishes that Kevin Sorbo would be cancered because that man has no sense of how the world works. You know, the very people that want wanted Colin Kaepernick out of the NFL and canceled are the very same people that are for the moron Herschel Walker, which by the way, if I was the university of Georgia, I would, I would not want people to know that Herschel Walker had been a student there. His lack of understanding of how the world works and of science is incredible. And it kind of proves that he probably never went to a class, right? His, uh, Oh my God, he is a horrible candidate. The dude has literally been in trouble for beating ex-wives and girlfriends. and But we're just going to put that man in Congress. Anyway, I, I digress. That that's, that's, a, that's a different podcast. But, you know, don't tell me that you don't want athletes to talk when Tommy Tuberville is a senator. I mean, I get that he was a coach, but, you know, that's still my point. Don't tell me that you are against certain things and certain people need to just shut up and do their job and then you elect Tommy Tuberville or possibly Herschel Walker 
It's not true. You just only like it when it's people on your side. And so that's sort of the thing right now. The gigantic amount of hypocrisy that is occurring in terms of cancel culture seems to be on the right side of the aisle. I'm, I'm sure there are a couple other things on the left aside from the Chick-fil-A. I just can't think of them. I don't know if it's because they're, it's just quieter or something. I don't know. But that is the difference is that I don't hear that type of stuff currently occurring. And over the last six years especially, they've, they have tried to cancel the crap out of everything. And uh, this is just, just crazy times we live in. And people are for cancel culture. They're just for it when they're canceling the things they don't like. When it's the things they like getting canceled, they have a problem. And, I mean, even to the point to where sometimes, you know, when they've renamed schools or streets because it turns out that, well, something that was known all along, that that person was, an, you know, an incredible racist and stuff like that. And so they've decided we don't want to honor this person at all. We want to make sure that they're no longer honored for what they did and we're going to change the name. Is that cancel culture? No. Is that a consequence for having piece of shit views even if you're dead and they were a hundred years ago yeah i don't i don't think a building should be named after somebody who was a grand dragon you know or who was an incredibly racist person i'm sorry i don't think that person should be honored and you know sometimes stuff like that happens but there's there's a consequence for actions and sometimes if you kind of end up i guess canceled from it then you know, that's the consequence for your action. So, you know, don't tell me you're against canceling stuff, though, where people win. That's like the entirety currently of half of the rights of the uh, right side of the aisle at the moment. I, uh, sorry, guys. <laughs> this is just a sort of a topic that irritates me. They literally tried to cancel French fries, y'all. The right tried to cancel French fries. They gave them a new name because they didn't want to be associated with the term French because of the country of France. And they were too dumb to know that Frenching is a cooking technique. That literally happened. Strangely enough, they didn't try to cancel French cut green beans now that I think about it. Huh. Interesting. But, you know, the list of things that... I mean, I, I, and I just gave you all those things and people and... You know, but they're against cancel culture. Sure you are. Sure you are. So anyway, I guess I've rum rambled and grumbled about this cancel culture for long enough at this point. So I guess I'm going to go ahead and sign off. Uh, as usual, I appreciate everybody listening in. Uh, whatever podcast platform you listen to, if you could please subscribe or follow, hit the like button. If you are given the option to leave a review, please leave a positive review. If you don't like the podcast, please leave a positive review. Uh, reviews, liking, following does help me in the algorithm. And eventually, if I get enough of them, it will put the podcast in people's uh, suggestion for them to try. So I do need uh, help from, you know, from my listening audience uh, in that regard. Also, if you want to help a couple of worthy charities out, I support the Service Dog Project. They provide Great Danes for service dogs for people that need, well, service dogs. And then there is 
There is the Phoenix Society for Burn Survivors. Their website is phoenix-society.org. And they do things for people that have survived being on fire. And I can tell you now, people that have survived being on fire are probably some of the world's biggest badasses that have gone through more pain than anything that you can comprehend if you've never gone through it or known somebody that has. So that is a worthy charity to give to. So anyway, with that, I'm going to sign off. Oh, oh, only one episode left of season one. It's going to be a wrap-up episode next week. I'm going to take June off. I'm going to have a few specials in the month of July, and then I'm going to take August off, and then September season two will start. I'm trying to get some good, good shows lined up. So... I appreciate that. Look forward to seeing you or talking to you next week. And as I always say, remember, try to live your life in a way that would make Mr. Rogers proud. Bye. Thank you for listening to Musings of an ADD Mind. If you enjoyed this podcast, or even if you didn't, please hit the subscribe or follow button. 